This is a Vuma 103 podcast. Oh, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So I'm very excited. The time has finally arrived. It is all about behind the music, I mean, the voice. And today uh, we're talking to um he has my two favorite things cash and time mr cash time a very good afternoon to you and welcome to Puma 103 drive hey how are you guys we are fabulous Yo. how are you i am amazing um except for this one little thing that i just heard that i saw in the news that disturbed my spirit a little bit but we okay what did you see um i don't know if you guys know um Connie Ferguson's um, husband. Oh, yes, Sean. Tragic. It really, really is. It really, really is. Yeah, I know. Rest in peace. I think it's just a a reminder for us once again, Uguti, life is short and you just need to do all the things you need to do and love all the people. Because that's the one thing we can't take away from him. The man loved his family. Absolutely, and I think he lived it to the fullest. He was a great husband. But I didn't want to start the interview off on a sad note, but I just wanted to pay my respect. Oh, don't worry, honey. I like your sensitive side. I'm gone. <laughs> I appreciate a sensitive man. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not going to say welcome back because you, you didn't go anywhere, all right? Um, but it's so, so awesome that you dropped the single and everybody is loving it. Now, some fans think that this is the best music that you've ever put out, that it's a, that it surpasses Skanda Republic. Do you agree with that? And what do you think attributes to that? Um, I mean, I can't take anything away from uh, their opinion. And, um, you know, as an artist, you always want to um, evolve and improve and be better than you were yesterday. Yes. So, and I think maybe now it's easy to make that type of sentiment because the very person that I made that, that this kind of record with is the same guy that I made my entire kind of public with. So I guess we are improving together. So it's only right maybe, you know, for you know some people to feel that way. And I, and I think it's a good thing because it means we are not... Um, dwelling on the past and trying to recreate what we made, but we're actually improving uh, jointly in the creative process. So that's that's a great compliment. I'll take that. And who is this person that you keep collaborating? Sorry, I just forgot his name. Like, let's skip my oh, mind. Sorry, <laughs> uh, lunatic. Yes, so, lunatic. Yes. 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 Ngobi. Ngobi. What so, what what is it about the two of you? Because. You, you you know, there are just certain people that when they work together, they bring out the best in each other. What would you say about your relationship, the formula that makes this work? Because if it ain't broke, okay? Absolutely. Um, I, I just think maybe, um, <clears throat> so when the whole subgenre skanda was um, discovered, so to speak, it was myself and him in the room, you know, when I told him the type of sound that I wanted and he was the only person that was able to translate what it was in my brain and, you know, and oh. put it into, you know, in, in, into music form. And um, that's why the album came out the way that it did, that first album from Karakara and everything else. So after that, unfortunately, you know, we uh, ended up going, um, you know, 
exploring different ventures uh, away from it, from one another because he was also now, I think he was working with the guy that ambitious and our relationship wasn't at, you know, a, 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 as, as good as it was initially. So yeah. unfortunately, because of that, um, you know, I had to grow in my own way. He was growing in his own way, but as, as life would have it, here we are reconnecting, uh, working on this beautiful, beautiful upcoming album, and it started off with this record, K. Hover, and um, yeah, I think it's, he's, he just understands what he needs to bring to the table. He's worked with other people, and I, I don't know, I think, I, and I don't want to be um, biased or anything, but, you know, when people are rapping over his beats, they can't really, you know, execute the way that I probably would because when he he makes music, he probably makes it with me in In mind. In mind, yeah. You know what I mean? And also when I rap, I rap with his signature touch in mind. So on other songs, maybe I might not translate the same, but once the two of us come together, it's almost like Batman and Robin. Now, when we started off the show, I mean, sorry, the interview you you spoke about with Shauna, obviously there's a whole lot of stuff that's happening in the country right now. Um, I know this is the kind of question girls ask on dates, but I'm going to ask you now. Have you been vaccinated? Absolutely. Why did, you, no games. why did you choose to no do games. that? Um, so I'm someone who actually has been pro-vaccines, and I'm not a scientist or anything like that. I don't know any better. You know, mm. I'm just a realist, you know, and... Um, I had a hard, 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 hard experience with COVID last year. I literally almost died. Uh, And I was, um, I caught it in the first wave. Funny enough, when AKA was going through it, I had it at the same time. Um, So, like, we were just, like, I I was, like, dealing with it, you know, in the hardest way. And thank God, you know, I came out on the other side of it. So, because of that, um, I've, I've never been so scared in my life. I mean, I've had people put guns to my head or whatever. I've never been this scared in my entire life. So I think it was one of the motivating things, you know, that, that harsh lesson. Yeah. And um, when I was speaking about it early uh, or late last year that I actually am pro-vaccine, some people look at me funny and because of the conspiracies, yeah, you can't make a vaccine within, mm. within a year and all those kind of things. And I understand all that, you know, but... My parents got vaccinated, obviously, before me, and uh, they're alive and well. They even got, you know, uh, both jabs. Wow. Um, they're doing better than ever. So when the time came, I actually went I made sure that um, I get the jab myself. Now, I need to get a bit deep with you. You said that when you had it, you almost died. Now, when you, yeah. were, when you were laying there thinking this could be it for me, what were the things that you wished that you could fix if it was lights out? And what were the things that you were really, really proud of? So <clears throat> another thing that actually was happening concurrently while I was like struggling, mm-hmm. um, they announced the summers, the nominees, yes. that very same week while I was literally like um, about to die. And mm. I'm sitting there, and I'm just thinking, wow. So, I mean, I've seen it happen in, in our culture, especially overseas, where when someone dies and suddenly now everyone is celebrating them and yeah. all those kind of things, you know? Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, no, no ways. And I, cause I, I, I was one of the people that had the most nominations. Wow. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, wow. So if I die, they're probably going to give me all these awards. La Lela, you are taking everything. 
You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm like, hell no. I, I didn't feel that while I was still alive, so I'm going to stick around for it. I'd rather, <clears throat> I'd rather not get all those awards, but be alive and continue my journey because there's so many things that I still want to execute in my life. I mean, yeah. I don't have a child, unfortunately, you know. And, I mean, when the time comes, I have eggs. <laughs> well, let's let, let offline that conversation, please. So I'm saying, <laughs> so I'm saying, you know, so I'm sitting there, I'm just thinking about all these things, and you know, I'm thinking about my family. I'm, I'm, uh, so my both my parents, um, you know, uh, I, I, I have to be now. You know how how, how it plays out in black culture. Yeah. A lot of times. Once you become a man and, you know, you are able to bring something, you know, to the table, when your parents eventually retire, you, they end up becoming your kids. You yes. know? So that's literally how my life is. I had to take care of my, my parents and I was just thinking, wow, so if I die now, what's going to happen to these guys? So oh. all these scary thoughts were happening in my mind, were playing out in my mind, but um, I don't want to dwell too much on that. But yeah, I mean, we made it out. And here we are and continuing our journey. Cap D, me and Abel. Bring you single KO with Vuma 103 Drive. K-Over. Yeah. I was going to do that on my own. I'm going Yeah, I know. Why not you got eggs and we can yeah. negotiate for me? The new tier guess. Yeah. Where now, my E? <laughs> Coming back with. <laughs> and right now it is behind the voice, and we are speaking to Mr. Cash Time himself. Okay, oh, now you told me all the things that worried you while you thought that you might pass. What were you proud of? Um, I guess I was just proud of the fact that, um, you know, I've, I've managed to get as far as as a man and as an entrepreneur i've managed to share my blessings with other people mm-hmm. when whenever ko is winning i make sh- i make sure that i share my wins with other people when things are going well in my life um, i always try to almost like use my platform to open doors for other people people saw me uh, you know, with the cash time thing, mm. you know, even though maybe it might have played out the way that it did, but, you know, there were people that people didn't really quite know before, you know, I opened the door for them at that time. And even, you know, to this day, yeah. looking back with kind of world, I'm doing the same thing. You know, I've, I've always been someone who, because I think it's something that I learned from my family. You know, there was always someone at, at my house. I have four, three brothers. But at any given time, there would be like some extended family member that was living with us, sort of like a distant, distant cousin. Yeah. My parents, you know, took them in and just sharing what little that they had. So I always try to apply that. I saw, I reciprocated the same thing when we were chair guests. The guys took me in, uh, all my E and Dukes, because they're brothers and stuff. You know, I, I was partially living at that house. So, these are things that I, I always try to give back, um, you know, to other people as well. Just those learnings. 
You know, it's so weird that you said that because it was actually my next question because it doesn't matter what people say about you, the negative things that people say about KO, but the one thing that they can't take away from you is that you are always there grooming up-and-coming artists. You're always there to lend a helping hand. But abantu, abantu, you know, uh, KO, they'll hurt you, they'll desert you. See what I did there? See what I did there? Did you see what I did there? Did you see what I did there? Yes. Um, so how do, you, how do you handle that? How do you go to somebody, I will help you, even though you've been hurt and betrayed in the past? I think one thing that I've, I've learned to apply, it's almost like when you're in your relationship, if you go back and uh, be with the very person that broke your heart, then you are damn right stupid, you know? Mm. But um, you can't um, go into the next relationship expecting the same results. You know, yeah. you, you want to make sure that you take your time and try to learn the new person before mm. jumping into anything and hopefully uh, take the plunge and, you know, just with, with the hopes that they are going to treat you better in your last situation. So that's where I am right now and I'm proud of the gentleman that I have around me. I'm actually looking for a female vocalist as well, um, just, you know, to expand the family and all those kind of things. So I, I don't go into anything with the negative um, you know, preconceived ideas from my previous um, experiences. Okay, I like that. I like that. Now, you got to tell me why K Hover? Why did you decide to use K Hover? Because you know, you know immediately people are going to think J Hover? Yeah, but. So, did you do that purposely? Yeah, it was purposely. So, the thing about it is this. Um, <clears throat> This is my 15th year in the music business. Mm-hmm. You know, we came in 2006 with Chagas, and I've always tried. I've always kept my finger on the pulse of the culture and making sure that um, you know whatever happens, whether I'm down or high, you know, but my name still rings rings bells in the culture. And I think that is something that a guy like Jay Z has executed, you know, really well. So he's someone that I do you know, personally look up to, mm. um, not only what he's done within, you know, hip-hop culture, but just also his business acumen and yes. you know, how he's transitioned from just a rapper to a mogul. You know, these are things that also as a man I aspire to um, and even just uh, I'm, how meticulous I am with my own craft and try and make sure that whenever people hear my voice on a song, whether I'm with someone else or it's my record, like, but everything just needs to stop and be like, oh, here's this guy. I wonder what he's going to say on this song, you know? So I always try to uh, share the same energy and same approach in my output, in my craft, and also, um, you know, with the idea of opening doors for other people, it's something that he's done well as well. So these are things that I just organically resonate with in his journey and I try, I take them and I apply them in my own way. Now you have the you have the because Jay Z is like <laughs> my favorite of all. Um Nas recently revealed that Jay Z said that he was a better rapper than Biggie and that Tupac and DMX were not lyricists. Your thoughts on that? Uh I can't really put too much on it. I mean one thing I can tell you though <clears throat> so Tupac, to me, yes, it might have not been, um, you know, the most incredible lyricist or wordsmith, but one thing that you can't take away from that guy is the fact that he touched more people than 
than Biggie, for instance, right? And uh, I'm just talking about just on a humane level, you know, just yeah. hearing the, his voice and just how he shook the world. You know, yeah. that is something that is bigger than how good anyone can rap. You know, there are people that rap better than Tupac even to this day, the Eminems of this world, but they can't compare themselves to Tupac. They also idolize Tupac because of his his presence, his stature was just like too amazing. So uh, to me, Tupac is, is actually migrate you know and really i'm gonna have yeah. to respectively respectively disagree i'm sorry for me well, I, it's nas it's 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 nas it's jay-z it's big i'm not talking about who raps better than who okay jay-z raps better than all those guys yes true right there yes. off the bed, right yeah. <laughs> like if we are talking about impact yeah where people actually uh you know Put tattoos of Tupac. And yes, call, yes, you're right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on now. No, no, no. I'll give that to you. I'm, I'll, I'll give it to you. Absolutely. I will give that to you. Um, so I'd like to take this opportunity to let you just tell us anything that you want to tell us about anything that's dropping, performances, anything that we should look out for from you. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, people know that I have kind of world, the record label, I have artists, um, you know, the likes of Roy, Loki, DJ Mr. X, who has a great song right now called Asambi featuring myself and Caspanio uh, Vez. And um, outside of the record label, I have my own clothing brand called Kind of World, which is currently available um, in selected um, outlets at Studio 88. Mm. Um, and people can also, you know, purchase it online at kindofworld.com. And yeah, I mean, I, anything beyond that, I'm working on my next album. I have a new single that's coming out in the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah, Do you have a title for that to, single? Not yet. Not yet, okay. I'm, everything will be revealed in, in, in due course. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm just excited that, um, you know, yet again, you know, we are about to surpass the third wave of this pandemic yes we've lost you know a whole lot of people yes this is tragic but i just want to educate some people out there i mean i know there's so many uh social media scientists and doctors and all these and, and all these conspiracies that are out there but protect yourself you know and if you need to and i'm not forcing you i'm not trying to sell you anything but if you need to protect yourself and protect your body and your immune system, if you can't handle this virus, make sure that you go out there and you get the vaccine. And uh, I think you'll be better off that way. All right. Well, Mr. Cash Time KO, thank you so much for taking out some uh, some time to speak to us. I know that when we called you, you were in a different uh, space because of Ushona. Um, but I hope that... This, once again, reinforces into all of us how short life is, how we should all live every day to the best of our abilities, to live our full potential, because that's what that man did. You know, he came here, he was just an actor, and he turned it all around, you know, himself and his wife. So maybe those are the lessons that we can take from him. Absolutely, man. And uh, may God protect our people. I know we've just come out of a crazy situation, even with the protests and everything. But yes. It's Let's come together as a nation and help each other heal and there's a better tomorrow, man. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Enjoy the rest of your weekend and we can't wait to see what you have for us next. Same to you, man. Bye. Bye. This is a Vuma 103 podcast.